Welcome to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast where we're going to be exploring above and below the surface. We'll take in a deep dive into the world of fishing, diving, and surfing. Every week, we're going to sit down with experts to learn more about them and get their freshest, hottest takes on all things salty. All right, everybody, welcome back to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast. I'm your host, Kieran Anderson, and today we have Catherine Miller and Molly Waron. What's up, girls? How are you? Howdy. Did I pronounce Hi. your last name right? Molly? Yeah, where? Oh, sick, dude. <laughs> I hope everybody listening in is like, what the heck? This guy's kind of a weirdo. But um, <laughs> So you guys both live in Texas? Mm-hmm. That's the big state. Huh? Yeah. Everything's bigger over there, I heard. Yeah, that I, tends to be the case. Not not the waves, though. <laughs> I was about to say, so, except uh, for the surf. <laughs> what's your story? What do you guys do over there? You surf, dive? What's, what's, the, what's the go-to? Well, I'm a surf and swim coach. Um, I'm a mom. I'm an angler. I'm a hunter. I'm a realtor. Um, I kind of do a lot of odd jobs, but I'm, I try to be in the water as much as I can. So Catherine's a jack of all trades. Got it. She is. She Mm -hmm. is. (laughs) Uh, I do a quarter of the things that she does. I am not a mom. I have two dogs. So my fur babies, I surf as much as I can. I prone paddle board. I run. Uh, I fish when I can get on someone's boat, but I don't like touching fish yet. I have to hold them with gloves. <laughs> um, and I'm also <laughs> the uh, national sales manager for a winery. So my what? job is to drink for a living. <laughs> that yeah. is sick. Where do I sign up for that? I'll just send you some samples. <laughs> so Send them to me too. <laughs> rad i'm in for that so molly you said you lived in california before i did where in california yes. did you live uh, i lived in san clemente for five years and i moved out there because i wanted to join the pro longboard tour so i surfed that for a few years and then uh started working more actually um got into big wave riding for a little bit went out to totos a couple times and then um Ended up moving back to Texas, be closer to family and uh, get a real job, so to speak. So now I'm back home in Texas and it's been pretty great, honestly. That's sick. Catherine, did you grow up in Texas or where are you from originally? I did. I'm originally from Dallas, Texas. What? Um, You're an inland person? I know, right? an inlander. Wow. (laughs) That's heavy. Uh, I've always been a, a competitive swimmer, so I've always loved the water. And I moved to Austin and fell in love with like wakeboarding. I used to do contests, um, wake surfing and wakeboarding. And then after I had my kid, it's like, man, what do I, where do I want to raise my baby? And I wanted him to be a beach baby. So I made a vision board and three months later, everything fell into place and we moved down to the Texas coast. That's epic. So you guys work with kids with teaching surfing and stuff like that. Um, how is that like who because who, here's the thing we were going to have Aaron on this podcast too yeah and I'm kind of bummed we don't have her on because I know Aaron does a lot of that Catherine you work with like lessons with swimming and stuff right and surfing and surfing yeah I do private surf and swim oh that's sick you work with kids a lot oh yeah all the time oh, and I, I have 50 kids on my swim team and then I have a little surf surf club, little Grammy surf club. We do meetups in the summer uh, just to rally the kids out there and, and get them all in the water at the same time. That's pretty And sad. then I'm just kind of the one to keep them safe. 
Yeah. Are they like always frothing out? That's cool. Are the kids just yeah, yeah for the most part? But I'm usually That's more nice. frothy than they are. I get <laughs> so stoked. I you know, I'm just pushing them in right and left, not giving them a break, and just you know. This is funny. Fun. You I see, love to see their smile. You their seem faces. like you're just like frothed out, and then Molly's like, "Yeah, I was on the pro longboard tour. It's all good." <laughs> Molly, how long were you on tour for? Um, I only ended up surfing it for about three years. Uh-huh. Um, and the reason I quit, it's hard for a Texan to, especially at early twenties when I moved out there to join the tour, as I'm sure you can imagine, you surf professionally. So, um. Cardiff, when they had their big contest out at Cardiff, when Roxy did, I uh, started at the bottom of the barrel and served my way all the way up to quarterfinals. Um, And I lost by a half a point to the current world title at the time, Chelsea Smith. And I was like, I'm good. I'm good. I I think I surfed my heart out in that heat. And uh, I'm going to go try something else. So uh, ended up getting into the big wave riding for a little bit. in St. Clemente, of course, there's tons of surfers out there. So that's kind of where I got into it. The Long Brothers lived behind where I was living at the time. And so I got acquainted with them and just uh, various people through them. And like I said, went out to Totos a couple of times. Uh, was very, very humbled out there. So uh, unfortunately, we don't get waves like that here in Texas all the time. Like once every decade with the major hurricane that ends up destroying things. <laughs> it's funny. Really I, for them. I went to Totos like last week. How was it? It was fun. It wasn't anything like crazy, but it was super fun. I waves. There's, you know, what's crazy is I was like cruising around on my jet ski, and I found the most like psychotic misto waves in the middle, like in between the two islands. If you know what you're, I'm talking about. Yeah, I was gonna say is it in between. Yeah, so like chickens yeah. is one wave, but there's this wave that like breaks totally opposite, like this weird direction. And I was mm-hmm. like, I was just tripping, dude. I, I yeah. was freaking yeah. out. Yeah. How are the yeah, how are no, the waves? That's a, that's a how are the waves there, there right now for you guys? Is it pretty bad? Uh, for me, it's it's flat right now, and picking up with the steady mm-hmm. onshore wind of fifteen to twenty. Catherine's probably got a little bit more than I do. Yeah, <laughs> no, Catherine, it's about waves. the same. God, we've had a bad winter, Sorry. man. My board got dusty. I mean. I went surfing last Sunday and surprisingly got like that window. That's how Texas is. Like there's a window of the day where if you don't make that window and that's why it's super stressful because you're like, oh my God, I got to get in the water because like in 30 minutes, the wind's going to change. So it's like, you you got to haul ass, drop everything. Yeah. And get there. Um, And there's always this magical window that you either make it or you don't. But, um, but this, this, this winter has just hasn't been that good. I'm really hoping for a good spring because the other day I was putting pictures on my wall and I was like, man, I used to serve. I used to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go. Do you guys ever go to Waco? Oh, we've I haven't been there yet. Have you yeah, I've been. How was it? It's yeah, pretty yeah I've been a few times. Yeah, it's super fun. Did you shortboard or longboard? I shortboarded. Nice. Yeah, I, I definitely want to try the longboarding, but, you know, it's just so damn expensive. Um, and no, I get the longboard all the time here. So it's like, I want to take the the practice of shortboarding there and, you know, get barreled and, you know, work on my turns. And that's what it is. It's like super fun to practice there. Because like uh, you know you're going to catch practice. the wave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every time I'm like, man, I, you know, I love to travel. So, yeah. like, okay plane ticket well that's where i weigh it i'm like i could 
I don't want to go to Waco. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I'm pretty down to go to Waco right now. I know. I should give it a shot, though. But it's a lot guaranteed. Of people go- like it's it. guaranteed good waves. It, that's true. Yeah. Good point. Guaranteed good waves. Good point. Mm-hmm. So you guys with like teaching kids and stuff, is it pretty like difficult or is it pretty easy to? I mean, obviously they're running around like chickens with their well, heads. <laughs> I really enjoy it. I have a knack with kids. Every kid's different. Some kids are going to be scared. Some kids are going to be confident. Some kids, you know, some kids are overconfident and you got to shut it down because they suck. And you're like, all right, you're just going too fast. You're popping up too fast. You're doing this too much. You got to like take it back. Um, And then there's some kids that just don't believe in themselves. So I have a rule of thumb. Every time we go out, step number one, believe in yourself. Step number two, pop up. That can go so for just everybody. Just to overcome in life. any kind of, yeah, for sure. Just surf with Catherine. I she literally, like, she frosts all the time. Like when we surf together, she's like a freaking jackrabbit out in the water, just like everywhere. She's like, <laughs> all that swimming. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I suck at swimming, dude. <laughs> I can barely swim. It's really important. Yeah, as long as you can float. You should come to Texas. I'll teach you how to surf or how to swim. I'm gonna have to do some swim lessons. <laughs> Balance and coordination both come with surfing, but are also important in refining motor skills. What would you say surfing helps in developing this for kids? Hmm. I mean, I think not just kids, but people in general who are like looking to build up their confidence. It really, it helps you be mindful, you know, because you've got to be in the moment when you're surfing. And so you've got to be focused on what's happening around you instead of distracted by other things. So I think it, I think it really helps you to center yourself a lot of times, you know, I mean, you guys know when you're out surfing, I'm not checking my phone or thinking about work or anything. I'm like looking on the horizon the entire time. That's all I'm doing. and making sure there's no kook in my way that's going to mess it up. So, <laughs> but no, um, right. I, I think it really helps with, with confidence and, you know, you building that up in yourself and letting you know that you can accomplish things when you think you can't. So. This this one this next question yeah, is actually really good because this one's like I don't know I like this one it's just funny to me because it's so true <laughs> kids are always indoors with video games TikTok Instagram all the whole nine yards my question for you guys is how do you usually convince the kids to stay active and go outside that's hard because I have a nine year old yeah I was gonna say <laughs> well I I have a nine year old and he loves his switch he loves his um xbox he loves to watch movies and that screen is so hard to keep him off that screen and he is so athletically inclined he is such a good surfer he's such a good swimmer he's a state champion swimmer um so but to get him out of the house especially like spring break right now um i've been doing some swim clinics that i get kids to sign up for to try to come over the spring break but ultimately the best thing you could do for your kid or for other kids is to get other kids there because a kid doesn't want to go by himself. Just like I don't like to surf by myself. If I can call my best friend Megan and be like, hey, do you see the waves? And we're both stoked and we're going to go together and going to have a great time. But if she ain't going, I want to be like, oh, I don't know if the surf's good enough. But if she's going, it doesn't matter how good the surf is. I'm going. So I think it's the same thing with kids. If you can just rally, rally other kids and get, you know, get. Get the excitement about whatever you're doing. Just everybody um, froth each other out. Right. 
I agree. Surf with that. contest every day. I feel like <laughs> if you can do that as a kid, then you just grow up to just be frothing out at all times. Because that's how yeah. I feel. Like I always want to go do something. I hate sitting behind a computer. Yeah. Yeah. Like this to me isn't really like sitting behind a computer because we're just talking to have a conversation. But if you had me like write an essay about what we're talking about right now, <laughs> I'd walk away. <laughs> I would die. It's so uh, horrible. I tried to learn how to do so much stuff on this island, like duck hunt and fish and surf and swim. So that way I can teach my kid how to do it. Yeah. And then hopefully he'll always stay entertained outside. Yeah. He's pretty down for enjoy the cause, life though, that way. If yeah, I remember pretty correctly. Right. Where's my mom right. taught me how to hunt and stuff? I had to teach my own self how to Me too. <laughs> I still don't know how to hunt. I just kind of do it and see what happens. That's like that kind of goes into the next question. So like building confidence and becoming uh like a strong individual, I think it's really important, especially like giving kids surf lessons and stuff. If you can build their confidence up. You like you said, Catherine. Maybe they're a little bit too confident in themselves. Sometimes I feel like that's me, and then I get injured. But kids can be too confident, and then it kind of is a bad thing. But it's also a good thing because if you're confident, you can um, go surf bigger waves or go go surf more severe waves. And then also it uh, makes you like be able to talk to people and like have social interaction and be confident in your social interactions. So. What are some ways that like you guys can help out with that and maybe just day-to-day life of surfing with kids or whoever you're helping teach doesn't have to be kids? I mean, I, I try to share experiences too. Like if someone's having a rough time out in the water or, you know, uh, just struggling with in life or surfing, whatever, you know, I try to put myself in their shoes and think how I'd react and be like, all right, when I've been in these situations, I usually have to take a step back regroup, take a couple of deep breaths, figure out what's really going on and then evaluate things, you know, cause a lot of times we, we react and do things off emotion and you can't do that because nothing really happens efficiently when you do that. So, um, I think it's just taking, again, coming back to that mindfulness that surfing really brings to you and figuring out what the root cause of whatever is making you feel that way, why you're getting frustrated, whatever, and just kind of slowly take a step to get yourself out of it. I mean, it's, I know for me, as I've gotten older, like I was, I used to rush. I was like zero to 90 all the time, like literally up until probably two years ago and I'm 38 now. So like it just, I've learned that if I take it slower and I'm like mindful and paying attention to what I'm doing, I'm not going to screw up as much and I'm going to not make mistakes and I'm going to be more efficient and productive with my time and better to those around me instead of running late all the time or flaking or doing whatever. So uh, but yeah, I mean, like, you just got to take it slow sometimes, I think. Don't drink too many energy me, drinks. Me too. <laughs> me too. I'm always like balancing a million things at one time, like this, trying to fit this into a busy day. <laughs> me and Catherine are like the same. Like, yeah, you know how, yeah. you know how, like, you get really tired or jet lagged and you're just like, some people are like, oh, this is super rad. Like, I'm tired. I'm mellow. I'm going to take a nap. I'm like, I hate this. I want, like, 40 ca- coffees right now. I just want to go froth out. I don't like being tired. Like, I dislike it. It sucks. I hate it. I don't like going to sleep. But no, I guess if we go back to the confidence <laughs> I thing, I mean, I see I see it in surfing and I see it in swimming, uh, both. 
uh, when these kids, when kids do something or even adults, like when they, when they progress, just like when we progress, it brings on a whole nother level of stoke and like, um, confidence and just, you just see it, you see their chest, you know, kind of go out a little bit more and, you know, they believe in themselves. And that is why I coach because that is the biggest accomplishment I can get. I mean, I have swimmers that they're never going to be fast. They're just never going to be fast, but they do one little thing that's better. And there's proud. And I, you know, but I'm encouraging that I'm, you know, proud of them. I let them know I'm proud of them for doing better. And it's just their whole world's made their smiles bigger, their chest is lifted. It's just, it's really cool to watch sports transfer over into just life in general. I agree. When are the kids pretty competitive content. against each other? I think My they are, are around here in surfing for sure. I can't speak to swim lessons, but I, I mean, think kids in general. Yeah. I think kids in general, like you can tell a kid to, to, you know, catch if they have somebody in the water, they're going to want to try to catch more waves. They're going to try to ride them better. You know, same thing with swimming. If there's somebody swimming with them, they're going to try to race them. Even if I tell them we are not racing, they will still race because they just have it in them. What's your overall goal? And like with these, these kids. Be able to be confident in the water, to not ever panic, not ever drown. I mean, I see the best swimmers and the best surfers. That's. Oh. Well, I'm a really bad swimmer. I'm going to need lessons eventually. Like, I don't even know, dude. So I, I lifeguard. Like, I don't even know how they let me lifeguard, you know, like in the ocean. Out of I my was just going to ask. <laughs> I, that you, is sketchy, dude. You can probably dude. swim well enough. I can use, put the fins on, but I just take the paddleboard and I'll go through waves. And hopefully I have the jet ski near me. I'll just take the jet ski out. But like, dude, <laughs> swimming is gnarly. It's a really gnarly thing. Next topic is conservation. You guys ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Conservation and surfing go hand in hand. I, I agree with that. Um, <clears throat> what are some of the ways that you can teach your students the importance of conservation in the ocean? I mean, I don't have students, obviously, but um, all my friends' kids, when we're at the beach, one of the best things you can do for anybody is lead by example. You know, when we go to the beach, we always pick up trash around us, you know, and as much as we can before we serve or even after, um, and just helping kids, educating them the dangers of having trash and littering and what's happening to our environment. You know, if we don't start taking care of it now, it all starts with education and understanding things and then teaching them to lead by example. As I know, if I see someone doing good around me, it's going to motivate me to want to do that same thing. So Catherine, I'm sure you have your ways too. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, the same thing, just picking up trash whenever we do surf meetups, <clears throat> make, you know, we, I make a challenge how many pieces of trash you can pick up. And then I'll know, you know, I don't want to see a plastic water bottle, water bottle at any of our meetups, any of our swim meets, you bring a re- refill of a water bottle, coach says. Um, but most importantly, I've found that teaching them to love nature and to learn about it is the best way, because if they are passionate about this world, then they're going to want to save it. And so like when I'm out in the surf, if there's seaweed going by, I grab that seaweed and I bring it out on the board and I show them what's living in it. Um, if there's a jellyfish, we talk about it. We're not scared of it. We, you know, we appreciate it. We learn about it. Um, I dig up, I put my fingers down in the sand and dig up hermit crabs and show them what's living down there. Those things are sick. Just trying to, 
teach them so that just so they can learn and and love it like I do. So they want to protect it. I think that's a big important part of it. I think it's really hard to be determined in surfing or swimming, especially surfing. But when you have people that are like way better than you or like shredding way harder than you in front of you, or maybe swimming in front of you way better because that happens to me. People swim way better. But if people are like way better than you, I feel like people get discouraged and it's hard for, for kids or adults to, to want to actually just go back. They say, Oh, it's easier just to give up. Right. But the people, a lot of people have a, com- a very competitive mindset. How would you say that the kids or people that you help um, surf or whatever or swim um, get encouraged back and back into it, like get encouraged or whatever? To not give up. It's kind of a challenging question to answer, I feel like, because it's so unique to situations and people's personalities, you know, um, like. For example, my husband, he's a good, he's a surfer. He holds his own, but he's, he's not great, but he has a blast. And, um, he paddles out there and he catches waves and stuff like that. And he gets so stoked when he knows that he's like done, he caught like a decent wave or whatever. And I'm like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Get back out there and do that. You know, I think it's because he would get frustrated when he get knocked down or like get pounded trying to paddle out or whatever. And it is it is frustrating, frustrating, but I think, I think determination and grit is something you, you develop over time. You learn how to work through your hardships and you understand how to work through your hardships. And, um, yeah, it's kind of a hard question to answer. I mean, I know for, for me, when I help my friends out, I just, you know, which ones that you can be hard asses on and you know, which ones you can be delicate with. You need to be delicate with it's, it's, it's a personality thing that you just have to be observant of, but man, when someone gives up the close to me, it breaks my heart because you know, the confident or the, the, uh, capability that some of them have. So you're like, just do this one more time. Just try this for five more minutes, you know? And then if it still sucks, then we'll move on. But yeah, it's such a situational yeah. and, and that's a really one. It's a hard it's a hard one for me to answer too cuz I get really frustrated by that. Like I'm really competitive um and I don't want to be all the time, especially with surfing. I don't want to be competitive. I always tell myself whoever's having the most fun wins, but I'm like oh, I don't want to lose. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> and that, don't, I don't tell do myself very that. many contests. <laughs> I don't, I don't do very many contests, but I did win the last one. And that like, that right there gave me that boost of like, okay, I don't suck. You don't suck. <laughs> I don't now. suck. But so it's hard. It's hard to, uh, to advise on that. But like you said, um, with like the ones that are struggling and just have, I always tell kids, I'm like, wipe out of the day. We're having a wipeout contest. Whoever wipes out the best wins. Cause then it's like, okay, that's, you know, it's no big deal. We, you know, so that's kind of how I approach the the ones that are struggling is to let them know that it's okay. When you were on the, it's all about having fun. When you were on the um, longboard tour, Molly, was it like, it's pretty easy to get like discouraged, I feel like. It is. It's really easy. It's very clickish. It was back then. I think, you know, I haven't competed professionally in so long, but um, it it was hard, you know, like you're all alone out there a lot of times. I mean, I went to Australia by myself. I went to Hawaii by myself. I surfed up and down in California by myself. I mean, it's, 
it's tough out there and those girls are good, but it really, um, and I'm good. I can hold my own in it. You know what I mean? But it still is like, you're there by yourself, but I wouldn't have done it any other way because being by myself built that character and that confidence in myself. Like I'm just as good as they are. Shit. I might be better than some of them, but because I was by myself and I had to just do what I could do. I mean, have like, one time my boards didn't even come for the contest. They came two days late. So I'm on like someone else's board and the surf's like two foot and blown out. So <laughs> like surf, I should have thrived in because that's what we grew up surfing. But I, you know, my confidence was knocked off. Confidence was knocked off kilter. But you just got to, you know, my mom has always told me, she's like, just put your head down and keep your eyes on the ass of the mule in front of you. Like you just one step in front of the other and don't. Don't worry what's happening around you. You know what I mean? No, Just focus good. on your goal and task at hand. So your mom sounds like a legend. She's pretty rad. <laughs> I'm going to keep her. <laughs> Have you met her, Catherine? I don't think you've met my no, mom. No, but she sounds cool. Yeah. Oh, she sounds like a legend. Are you guys going to go surf today? What are you doing? I'm, I'm not, not going to go surf today because there's no surf. Oh, really? But I, I hope to surf this weekend. Surf. I've been at the pool all morning. What's your guys' plans? What do you got coming up for like the rest of the week or this year? Any travel plans or anything crazy going on? I hope to be fishing. I might go on a boat today, so we'll see. Dude, my goal is to shit. fish a lot this summer. Yeah, I really want to get a billfish this summer. Oh, I want to get a billfish. Is there that That's good of fish goal. in there? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Are yeah. you kidding? Yeah. No. It's really good. Yeah, I mean, I there's all sorts of contests tournaments like every. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not allowed a fisherman, but there's con. I mean, tournaments all the time. I want to come down. Tournaments, every, especially, yeah, Port 8. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Yeah. I think you're in the primo spot. South Padre is good, but I think you're in the better spot, honestly. Who, me? Catherine. Oh, where she's at in Port Randis. Yeah. My place sucks for fishing, unless it's summertime. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I know. Uh, the guy I'm dating, uh, he's a boat captain. So I plan on catching a lot of billfish this summer. And um, this weekend, they're going to try to get it. No, they're going to try to get a big tuna. Because right now, the big tunas are in the Gulf. And uh, they come in here to spawn. And I'm talking like eight, 900 pound tunas. Giant. Here, we should <laughs> shoot one. That's right. Spear one. No, I do have a goal of spearfishing this. This I have a goal of spearfishing this year. So that's I, that was my New Year's resolution. That's so sick. You should that. learn how to spear. You should 100% do that. Yeah. You guys have social media that people can follow you on? I do. It's a uh, Malmar. M O L L M A R at Malmar for Instagram. Uh, I'm not super active on Facebook, so you can follow me there if you want, but. You're not going to see a whole lot, but uh, definitely Malmar on Insta. What do you got, Catherine? Um, I'm on I'm on Instagram, Catherine Mermaid Miller, and on Facebook, I'm Catherine Miller. Well, you guys, is there anything else we should add into this or no? Texas has waves, and good surfers, and good fishermen, and good swimmers and divers. We're not all crazy. <laughs> what do you think, Catherine? I think surfing has really hit a, you know, hit all time everywhere. Thanks COVID. But it's, I see Texas, you know, Groms 
really fight in the surf. You know, they want to be the best and we have pretty shitty surf sometimes, but they make the most out of it. And yeah, I love seeing all these Groms in Texas still able to pull off some airs and some really cool tricks. Um, I think it, it definitely sets the bar for the um, how good we can be here, even with the waves that we get. Yeah, it sounds like the next generation just isn't only in San Clemente, which is good. So yeah, they're in Texas, <laughs> in Florida, they're everywhere. It's amazing. It's it's super cool what you guys do, like like surfing over there, and the community sounds like it's getting bigger in the surf industry over there. So that's yeah. super rad too. And you got Waco, so that's even better. Yep. Brad, well, thank you so much for coming on, you guys. Thanks for making it happen. Glad we uh, finally coordinated. I know. And now it's all good. All over the place. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening in to Above and Blown. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening in to Above and Blow, a Salt Life podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Real Salt Life. If you've enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast to help spread the word. And remember, stay salty.